3: Hjärtligt välkomna ska ni vara till. Till slut kommer någon skatta avsnitt 304, kanske, jag är ingen aning. Jag heter Peter Brista och jag sitter här med Zoran Ismail. Hej, hej! Vad är, är, hur, när var det här senast vi sågs? När sågs vi senast, så säger man på svenska. <här>
0: du har glömt prata svenska, det är jag som är din svensk lärare. Jag har varit utdannat så mycket. Men en månad va?
3: Ja, någonting sånt. Sånt. Alltså typ Frankrike Efter att vi kom hem därifrån Ja, så måste det vara Jag sitter även här med Aron Flam Hej. Hej. Vi sågs förra veckan, vi spelade in ett avsnitt Men jag fuckade upp filerna Så de filerna försvann jag
0: Raderar du avsnittet?
3: Jag råkar radera Vi spelade in med Albin och Simon You have one job ja, precis. Vi har en gäst från The United States So I'm switching over to English right now He did the hang loose sign that probably means he's from the West Coast. No, he's just...
1: (laughs) Just a poser. Just a a poser. (laughs) He just likes Uh, to hang loose. mm -hmm. He
3: just likes to hang loose. Yeah, Welcome, uh, Justin Herman. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Yeah. Uh, What are you doing in Sweden?
1: Uh, I am doing a kind of a brief uh, four-country tour across Scandinavia. Nice. Um, So I did a show in Norway, a couple here. Uh, I'm doing four shows in Finland, and then I'm doing a headlining gig in Estonia. Cool. That's happening. And you are a ventriloquist? No. (laughs) It's mostly modern dance. Okay. (laughs) I got some jokes, too. I got some jokes. Now you're a comedian. Yes, I am. Uh,
3: And how long have you been doing comedy?
1: Uh, I've been writing comedy professionally for TV for about seven years. I've only been doing stand up for about three. Uh, I did improv in the New York region for about four years before that, uh, on and off. And uh, a few years ago, I was like, this is all a waste of my time. I got to do stand up. That's did you I do know. UCB
3: or anything? I did. Okay, oh, cool. I did
1: the UCB program, and I had like an indie team, as we say, and we did little shows around New York. I never made it to like the main stage UCB stuff. You got to be seriously dedicated to yeah. it, and I just didn't have the time.
0: Is UCB some sort of wrestling? No,
1: <laughs> 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 well, kind of improvisational wrestling. <laughs> they do oh, have improv. They do have yes. It's the biggest improv school right. probably in the world. The like, upright uh, uh, Amy Amy Puller uh, started it.
3: She
4: started the school. Yeah. yeah. So groundlings came first, and then they s- some of the old teams started UCB. All right. Which is sort of like a sect. It's like being in Scientology. <laughs> it's <or>
1: very. <laughs> it is the comedy version of Scientology
0: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So how have you uh, experienced? Uh, have you been here before in Scandinavia?
1: Uh, I produced a travel show on the United States about eight nine years ago that took me to Iceland and to Finland, um, but I'd never been to Sweden. So. Uh, it's, I got a very specific look at those countries through the show that I yeah. shot, um, which was a lot of kitchens, it was a food show, <laughs> um, and uh, so this is my first time just kind of looking around for real, and it's great. So, so far, so good.
0: How's the shows, how have the shows been?
1: Uh, uh, first show was I uh, got off the plane, ran to the theater Ricks wow. in Bergen, and basically jumped on stage in front of 360 people, and uh, it was all in Norwegian except for me. And they were great, and they were drunk, and they were trying to yell stuff out, and it was uh, it was super fun. It was super fun. It was a it was a it was just a rock star start. Uh, then I did Big Ben's, which was great, <laughs> All right. uh-huh. which is the the total opposite of doing a, well, a my, great show in Bergen. Well, this is my favorite part about uh, doing anything here is that you're open mic. Is a hundred people wasted watching comedy and laughing. Like our open mics are like seven comics at three in the <laughs> afternoon in the back of a bar, mostly weeping into their iPhones. Yeah. Like it's just a completely different completely different And basic.
3: the audience consists of other comedians. Nothing but, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, if there's, like, two real people, you just people start drooling. Like, right. the comics are just, like... <laughs> wow, there's yeah. somebody. There's anybody. Riks
4: is a very good club, though. I mean, Great. it's probably one of the best in Scandinavia. Hmm. Riks? Is in in Bergen. Okay. It's really, really good. Okay. It's a very nice never uh, been. It's a very nice room did as you perform well. It's an old movie in, theater. Did you perform yeah. in
0: Swedish or in English in Bergen?
4: Because uh, they have a weird... The, yeah, but I, I think I did it in English last time I was there. But the first time, I think I did it in Swedish. But I had sense. a shorter set the first time. The first time was with us and David and Ola.
3: Oh, yeah. But were they trying to heckle you or just participating?
1: Uh, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, didn't, I shut it down pretty quick. Uh, I didn't have to do much. I just like, started crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come um, on, guys. I flew all the way over here. <laughs> once, you're, once you're in the fetal position, they feel pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's different in New York as
1: well, right? right uh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a sign of success in New York. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But because because uh, I've never performed in Norway. But do you guys all agree with they that they uh, heckle more in, in Norway? Than no, in they love us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. No, I was actually told this backstage, like right before I went on. They're like, "Oh, by the way, because you're from America, they think you want to be heckled, uh-huh. so they're probably going to yell shit out." <laughs> but they're not like seasoned hecklers in New York that are like trying to rip apart your arguments. They're just
2: like, "Look, at me,
4: I'm
1: over here." So it wasn't like it wasn't challenging. It was just fun to play with um, and they weren't trying to hurt you no no
0: no you say you've been writing for tv shows mm-hmm. uh anything other than kitchen, kitchen uh, shows,
1: yeah. uh so i write for comedy central the network right. um, so i write and produce uh, a lot of content mostly through their promos department so uh when they're promoting like blockbuster films they'll like tie the packages into like comedy central shows so we'll write um something any, anywhere from like 15 second promo commercials to five minute sketches for the web promoting the movie with the comedy central brand or with one of their shows oh, okay. um so it's kind of writing for the the network's voice and it's writing jokes and it's uh but is
3: that what kyle Canane is doing and he's uh, he was
1: so he was my voiceover guy oh, so like i would oh, direct was. voiceover calls with him uh, okay. often for stuff like that
3: so
0: how did you get into that how, how did you start off
1: um TV in general Uh, I went to film school I made a uh, when I got out of film school nobody would hire me because I was a stupid nobody schmuck and I made my own travel show comedy pilot that I hosted and directed and edited and wrote and I used that, I didn't even like, show it to people, I would just tell everyone I did it, okay. and that actually got me an interview for this travel show that ended up bringing me to Scandinavia, and that was my foot in the door. Oh, right. Fake um, it till you make it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I did it again after that After that show. Uh, that ended after two seasons, and I couldn't get any, you know, one credit as a TV producer isn't anything when there's oh. 10 people with, 100 people with 10 credits going yeah. for the same job. So I made a web series. Uh, that was just all comedy. Uh, I called it popcorn episodes. They were just like thirty-second episodes. Um, and I met this guy who was an executive at Comedy Central. And I showed it to him. And I was like, "Would you watch it?" He did, and he didn't like it. All but right. he told me why in like a very long email in a very respectful way. And I emailed him back, and I was like, "You're gonna be my mentor." And we became friends from, for about two years. We were just friends, and then one day he was like, "I want to try you out on something." And cool. they how old me, are you now? I'm 33.
0: So, you, but you started off like uh, film school right right after. Which film school, Isle. by the way?
1: I went to Penn State University. The one yeah. with the. P- Pedophile, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Penn State says <laughs> so Penn State. Yeah. Maybe that's not big news here. I thought you had no, uh, someone there.
4: shooting up the college as well. No, no? The,
1: nobody shot anybody there yet. Uh, but yeah. one of our. You know, our, we have a very. F- fingers crossed, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> probably one day. Yeah. It's America. Uh, but fingers crossed. Uh, but we had this, we have a big football program, one of the biggest in the country, um, American gridiron, if you will. And uh, one of the most famous coaches on that team uh, for 30 years was was, oh, yeah, was yeah, assaulting no. children oh, yeah, yeah. and using the program as a guy. So I, I remember They that. did a brilliant
3: uh, SNL sketch about that. Yes. When Steve Shamey was a uh, host. Uh-huh. And they were like, well, this coach. I, I, we, we researched him. We follow him. We tail him. We, we uh, tapped his uh, phone. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. He's not a pedophile. We can't understand. <laughs> it. Look at him. And Steve Buscemi's like, what, what, what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> but everything. If you look at him, he looks like a pedophile, it's but no- Basically, sorry. what Oren does without the coaching.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, taking young comedians and. And developing the oh, justice, is, is I forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm You're gonna owe me one.
3: So, uh, did you arrive in Sweden yesterday? No, uh, a couple three days, three days ago. Okay, yeah. And you've just been uh, hanging around in Stockholm.
1: Uh, yeah, just to Stockholm. So I got here. I did the same thing with Norway. I got here and basically dropped my stuff and went straight to Big Ben's. Then had a day. Then did Stockholm Comedy Club last night, and now I'm here today. I'll do big bands again tonight, and mm-hmm. uh, and then tomorrow I'm taking the the ferry to uh, Helsinki. Cool, um, which should be fun. <laughs> yeah, Who, the who's? ferry.
4: You're taking the ferry.
1: Yes. All right. Uh,
0: who's uh, who's bringing you here? Like, how did you?
1: So uh, this trip was actually. Uh so do you like Las Vegas? By the way, just. I've never been to Vegas. Okay,
4: so the ferry to Finland mm-hmm. is like a shitty Las Vegas.
1: That's what I expect, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's, at, it's Atlantic City. <laughs> I'm super excited. <laughs> I've played Atlantic City. I'm expecting way shittier. Okay. City, yeah. No gambling, uh, no strippers. <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted you. That's okay. Yeah. Um, that's a good, really good, that's the perfect way to explain what I'm expecting. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Um, my best friend uh, is uh, also a freelancer in TV. He's a cinematographer for Anthony Bourdain's show. And he just has a six week break. His family was in Norway because his family, step family from there. Right. And uh, uh, we've traveled a lot. We do some documentary projects together independently. And so he was going to be in Scandinavia already. And I was like, why don't I meet you? And uh, I might try to book some shows. And then kind of just took off from there. It was all very last minute. I started planning this maybe three weeks ago. Cool. Um, and so it just kind of worked out really well that I got uh, on a bunch of shows and got a bunch of opportunities to... Tell some jokes. Yeah. Awesome. And are you from New York, like originally? I grew up a couple hours north of the city. Right. My dad's born and raised in the Bronx, so he's like a, like a tough York, guy yeah. Jew <laughs> who got his ass kicked as a kid and not can talk shit like anybody. And uh, <laughs> uh, so I picked up a little bit of that, but I haven't lived there full time until I was uh, an adult.
0: So is that where you got the, like the comedy... Gene, if you will, like from your yeah, dad, or, I or everybody know. in the family, or
1: it's definitely my dad. My grandfather, my grandfather was like a war hero in World War II. He was like nominated for the Congressional Medal of Honor. He got shot in the head. He did all this crazy stuff when he was like 17, 18 years old in World War II. And after that, he pretty much just took naps. That was like his whole life. Like after that, he was like the most easygoing, nothing. Does he serious. have a fucking justified? Does I he have think. a purple heart? Uh, he does, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got like three medals. I yeah, don't but know. I hear they they they're just <laughs> handing them out nowadays. Purple hearts. I hope so because it sounds like it's a really easy
3: way to get yeah, one. Trump he just got just, one. Yeah, he got for, right? <laughs> you got to just ask for it, right? Get shot in the head. Is that it? Malala. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, um, um, uh, what are your um uh, first impressions of Sweden? Uh,
1: white, white, yeah, super really white. It's weird. It's actually really weird to tell. Jokes to rooms that are not diverse uh my first new obviously New York's very diverse, and then my first time overseas was in South Africa and I performed at Johannesburg, which were almost exclusively black rooms, and then in Cape Town, which were you know mostly European but had some mix and uh and it's I don't know why it's weird I can't explain it um it just feels like As an American, it feels like privilege talking to privilege. It feels like a white guy talking to a bunch of people that everyone's lives are fine, so what are we... Black people (laughs) people
0: are
3: being excluded.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're outside. I would say that Big
3: Ben is our most diverse room. (laughs) It's our ghetto club. Yeah, <laughs> it really it really is. Ghetto. That's they fine. always play that way. Go on stage.
0: <laughs>
4: Touring this country is crazy. It feels yeah. like every gig you're going up to like lead a white supremacist week meeting, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jewish, so it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's very interesting. I mean, uh, I think some rooms have felt like a little bit tight, like people. Uh, are not you know? Everyone comes out to laugh and they appreciate being there. It's not that they're bad rooms at all, no. but they, you know, they there feels like a, a little bit of a Scandinavian trait. Feels like um, like people on the streets, uh, like one of my timid. Yeah, a little bit timid to respond. Demure. They don't want to be. If you ask them a question, even if it's rhetorical, they don't want to really participate. Which uh. happens in some shows in America too, but it feels like. You know, it's like talking to strangers on the street or making yep. jokes with like, I just went up, we went to a museum uh, earlier and uh, we said, how are you doing today to the woman at the ticket booth and this girl? And she was like, uh, not so great. And we were like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what's, what's wrong? Can we do anything? I was like, would it cheer you up if we did a little bit of dance? And she was like, no. <laughs>
4: Brutally honest. Just
1: super, super <laughs> honest, which I kind of love. But as an audience, like, yeah, ask yeah. for the dance. I'm here to dance for you. Let, <laughs> yeah. me, uh, let me do your thing.
3: What what is your uh, style of comedy?
1: Um, I'm a, I'm very much like a, write, a writer's comic. You know, I'm not he, big energy on stage. Okay. You know, I do some I you do know, some act out stuff, and I, I you know I do all the moves, but I don't do impressions. Have I, you
0: found like have you been surprised about what material has worked or hasn't worked or ha- oh, how 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 well it's worked like?
1: Uh, um, I have a couple. Cu- I have a couple of jokes that I love about just making fun of being a Jew yeah. uh, that have crushed here in Scandinavia, <laughs> and that w- surprised me. I, didn't, I guess I mean I, they work. I feel like they could work anywhere, and they did. But I was surprised that like it was almost like you're laughing too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know how no feeling. Too- <laughs> all right. and, but mostly it's, it's kind of what I've expected to a degree right. um, that, you know, no certain-
0: references that like they haven't got or have you like did you change that ahead of time or did you learn like from the first couple of shows that alright they don't have this show or this channel or whatever
1: I've been conscious of it so I haven't tried I haven't pushed the boundaries of the mm-hmm. references like I did like a a reference last night uh, to the time that Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister, beat up Jay Z in an elevator, and I didn't know. I'd asked a couple of people one on one if they knew that reference, and they didn't. But I tried it at the show, and it got a big laugh. So, yeah. um, so a few things I'm trying out, yeah. like pop culture things. That I, but I feel like I've got a fairly decent grasp on what Europeans are connected to.
0: I think, especially us in Scandinavia, yeah. we're very uh, we love American culture. Yeah, so, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah it's because. Um, there's a lot of comedians who come here from the United States who doesn't do their own work and just goes up and do their basic material that yeah. works in, like, L.A., and right. like, L.A.-based comedy. It's like, you can't talk There's about... There's n- huge difference, y-
0: in, and especially, I would say, uh, how far we've... Not how far we've gotten, but how different it is in the aspect of sexism and, and mm. racism. Mm. We speak of, like, ethnicities. Like, people go up, and like, black people can't take care of their children hair, it does not fly hair. It's like, yeah. what? And we don't know <laughs> I mean, of that, that, that be, Like stereotype. Only Jew jokes for some reason. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but that, that's, that's a stereotype. Mainly it's a stereotype that we don't have. We don't mm-hmm. know that stereotype. Right. About. Or if you said, like, black people do not like to swim. They don't? All right. Tell no. me more. I did not know right. this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the same, like, when you become too generic about, like, men and women, like, oh, it's mm. typical men do this. That's usually when I see a, a comedian English speaking comedians losing the yeah. audience a bit is, yeah. is when this like this is so uh, women don't want to have sex or whatever it is right like, right right men can't yeah, clean the like, house it's or...
3: real 90s stand up yeah to
0: us like that, yeah. the discussion to us, yeah, probably to right. me too yeah, to yeah. be honest
1: with you it's I think there's just there's a lot of American comics that live in that space that I think is not you know, comedy's gotten to such a progressive level so fast. You look at, like, the Amy Schumers of the world that are really, like, honing in on making fun of herself for who she is, as well as, like, being, like, this staunch feminist perspective that I think is important and that we really feel culturally. And then when you, when you still try to be like, you know, chicks, be like, whatever, you know, <laughs> while that's happening. I
0: think the biggest difference in, in uh, how, how the success rate is would be, like, like Ralph, Ralph and May roughly may mm. he's uh, big in the stage huge so yeah. arenas I think he would like people
4: would they would leave the show really I, if he uh, came here
0: they would either not get the jokes or hate Suites them
4: don't leave they just sit in silence
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's how they kill you <laughs> from the inside uh, I mean
1: I think stand-up's about the audience right it's not it's not always about just us you know like it's gotta be our point of view and our perspective but if you're not paying attention to who your audience is I don't think you're doing it right you really? know, it's, uh, I think you've got to always read the room, and we always do this in small ways. I don't think you have to write every joke for every different right. room. I don't want to go that far and over-exaggerate it. But I, when, you, when I go overseas, the most exciting thing for me is to try to write jokes about a new place for my first reactions. I think that's half of the fun of the whole experience. And I think when you don't do that, you, you're doing yourself as a comedian a disservice. Because um, it's like reacting to the funny thing that just happened. It's like reacting to the glass that just broke. You know, that's the improv comic talking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's it's like uh, you don't because some uh, comics feel more like I'm doing my thing and right. I'll build my audience that way. Like say like uh, 50% right. will like me, 50% won't get it at all. But I won't adjust, and then those 50% will come back and. build your own audience i
1: I don't think there's any wrong way if it works for you it works for you uh maybe it's the new york jew insecurity coming out where i want everybody to like me in every new place like (laughs) oh i don't know it could be that but i i like paying off people's expectations to some degree um whether it's about america or americans opinions or whatever you know also (laughs) i always like to make fun of the fact that uh in the new york comedy scene uh, I'm another just straight white American Jewish man telling jokes like, "Who gives a shit about my point of view when there's thousands of people that have done this over and over again?" So when I'm overseas, I get the opportunity of being more of the unicorn, which you don't get right. yeah. when you're when you're the homogenous type. Yeah. Oh, and I-
3: so I need to go abroad. Yeah, that's yes, that's what you need. <laughs> I'm just a white
1: Swedish male. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been done. It's yeah, yeah, been yeah. Done. right.
3: Uh, you go it?
4: abroad, but you tell them. You're a white Swedish female. <laughs> they don't know. No, have never yeah. been here. No, that's how we look like. They <laughs> thought we were good looking. Well, this is how
0: they,
1: we look like. They've seen Dumb and Dumber, so yeah. they know. They know. <laughs> Swedish bikini team uh, at the end. Nobody, like, nobody would remember that. Nobody would remember that. That's Swedish. You could remind them that. Yeah, but I don't think people would remember. Okay. That. They just what, remember. What, what?
0: It's important for us. Yeah, okay, it should be. Take <laughs> <this away. Yeah. laughs> I, the
1: fact that you brought that reference up makes me the happiest man alive. That's an amazing <laughs> <laughs> pop culture reference for Sweden. That's
3: all I talk about this every week. <laughs> uh, but I watched. Uh, have you seen Stranger Things on Netflix? Not, not yet. No. Okay, you should. You should watch. But they uh, they uh, mentioned Sweden in it. Hmm. And me and my uh, fiance were like, "Oh, Sweden!" <laughs> Every time yeah. Sweden comes up in in something that's made in America, it's like, "Yeah, we're on the map." <laughs> I don't
0: even remember the name of the show. There's a scene in it. It was on our TV three. Elongate the face to become Swedish long. I'm gonna fucking Google this. It's uh, yeah. it's weird. Any time but Sweden is referenced,
3: what uh, what were your uh, opinion or how did you see Sweden before you came here? How did you? Uh, um, I mean, I in your mind's eye.
1: This. Yeah. This. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I mean, I think that I've, because I've been to Scandinavia a couple okay, times, yeah. but, you know, it's not the same cultures, obviously, but. Uh, and I, as a, I've been producing travel shows for years, and I've you know read up on Sweden. I pay attention. I watch international news uh, regularly. I I try to keep up with the world. And so I think I always felt like I had a pretty good idea. Like, I understand Sweden's position in the European Union post-Brexit. Like, I try to keep up, and especially coming here, read about it. So I think my expectations have been... Met everybody's hot and doesn't give a shit about me, and uh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> and have you been told the the trick
3: when people ask where you're from that you should always say Canada? Uh, I used
1: to do that when okay. George Bush was president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got Obama, baby. I'm holding on to that really for another Every, two months. Yeah, they're right, going right to right go now. To Canada, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or
3: Canada won't even work. <laughs> But it's too close. <laughs> you, should, you should just do an Australian uh, accent.
1: My dad actually lives in Australia. Oh, yeah. um, He moved there about 13 years ago. And so I've always got, I got a fallback plan. Yeah. I'm ready in November. Why?
4: Yeah. Why didn't he move there?
1: Um, my dad's a, he's a doctor. And uh, when, when I went to university, he quit practicing medicine in the U.S. because he just thought it was an unethical world to operate in and didn't want to be a part of it. And he's a very ethical guy. And he has a specialty that was sought after. He got a job offer in Australia. Uh, he, from the Bronx, like this dude never thought about leaving New York State, let <laughs> right alone the country, but he went for like a three-month locum job and he met I a wonderful it. woman and he found a great job and it became his life. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So really, it's actually kind of an amazing story. Um, because I used to, when I got out of film school, one of the first jobs I had was as a production assistant for Entertainment Tonight. So I was, like, lighting interviews for of Snooki's parents and shit. Like, that was my dog. And I'd come home at night Jesus and be like, Christ. yeah, I'd call my dad and be like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> and he would always say, I'm, "I was fifty when I found the job I was supposed to do," and that does, was actually very reassuring.
0: Yeah, yeah. he started filming Snooky when he was fifty. Yeah, to yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took me until. What would you say about the newer comedy scene? When I was, uh, I've been over a couple of times watching a few shows and open mics and yeah. and at, like the comedy cellar and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh,
1: have you gotten up Did you go on stage
0: once? Yes, yeah, it was hilarious on uh, the comedy corner okay yeah it was uh, like you described it was the one of the worst but it was really funny because I was there uh colleague and friend of ours uh, Magnus is uh, one of uh, and was at the time as well one of the uh, biggest uh, comedians in Sweden mm. and uh, he just moved to do stand-up in New York for a few months and everybody just hated him yeah it's just <laughs> hilarious because like, and you know you have to pay five bucks to perform for five minutes yep and uh, and nobody listens and yeah. nobody cares and he gets heckled by the other comedian. It was just <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's a, it's a nightmare, so right? I just had to get up. And I've talk seen the about film clip
4: yeah. when you go up after him. Yeah, exactly. It's on well, YouTube. Isn't yeah, it? the only one laughing is David. <laughs> 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 the then you go up and explain to the five or six comedians there that. Basically, this is the Richard Pryor of Sweden <laughs> who <laughs> got to pay five bucks for five minutes <laughs> and you hate him. This is great for me
0: to see this, to view this.
1: Uh, well, if you come back, let me know and I'll help get you in front of more than comics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Even, yeah. there's, like, there's so much. The scene is so big.
0: Because afterwards, I, talk, I, sorry, I, I did yeah. t- talk to this guy. He moved up from Philly and he was like, fuck in New York. Man. <laughs> it was like, he was like, when I moved up here like seven months ago, I had 45 minutes. Now I have eight Left. yeah because mm-hmm. but i'm i just felt like you're Why? not giving your material any a, a chance you're right. just performing for a nobody of course nobody's laughing because nobody's listening right and then you're scratching it saying all right this isn't good
1: it's hard to find that balance in new york man yeah there's so many rooms that just are never going to give you anything and right. you gotta you have to figure out what's the room and what's your but stuff do you
0: keep doing those rooms do we do comedy corner uh do you have to or do you want to or how does it work like how, tr- how do you view it
1: you know because i work on and off full-time like producing and, and i you know my day job takes up a lot of time and i was just on a really intense show for nine months uh i try not i don't do like the the brutal rooms as much i do some bar shows that i do where people the, the the audience is barked in barking is when you stand on the corner but a like, free comedy show come on a four dollar drink all right and you right, just right. try to get people in off the street it's right on that McDougal street which is like our main strip yeah. of comedy and uh so there's a bar there called the grizzly pear and there's Every day, all day, there's always comedy shows with people being barked in. And those rooms can be tough. They can be good. But if you do like a Tuesday at 8 p.m. show, sometimes there's like six people in there. Oh. And they're in the back. And they're on their phones. And you just got to try to win them. You just got to fight for it. And yeah. when, it's a, when it's a real person, I'll, I'll talk to one person for 15 minutes. You know, yeah. I don't, I'll, I'll try to fight for those laughs because I think that actually is a good workout. When it's a room full of comics that are like just trying to look away and not, not have to engage no matter what you're doing... Ah, it's not the, you, you. You should do it. You got t- You toughen your skin that way, but it's not. It's your not your soul.
4: It. More like it. <laughs> Hold
2: up. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash
0: host <laughs> how, how does how do you like uh, climb up though? Is it difficult? Yeah.
1: For sure. It's just there's thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people trying to be comics in New York. Uh, and there's a lot of clubs, but a lot of them won't book you unless you're semi well known and it is the club. How do you get
0: well known? Like, by the I, club's book you, you know, right.
1: it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough. Like you, every, a lot of comics produce their own shows, you know, so you, you book a room at a bar once a month and you book the lineup and you try to, you know, put butts in the seats. A lot, a lot of guys do it. Many aren't good at it. Some are very good at it. Uh, some of them become very good shows. You become more well-known, you know, you build a reputation however you can. You have a podcast, you produce a show, you know, you get up 15 times, you do sketches online, you know, whatever people find their medium and they try to just churn, um,
3: uh, yeah, it's, it's got to be more uh, the uh, podcasts and, and sketches on YouTube and
1: stuff like that.
0: It seems also like any t- like it's a way to get on TV as well. Like in the states, like you do stand up yeah. to get on TV. There's
1: a lot of there's a lot of comics in New York that are like, I'm actually just a sports personality, but I'm doing stand up to try to get there, right? You know, to try to get on TV. Right. People do that. Yeah. LA is very much that as well. It's there's, Almost you know,
4: exclusively, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. for
1: sure. <laughs> um, so it's a different. There's a, a different economy. You know, there's these bar shows are. It's an economy itself. You trade shows with people. So like, I'll give you a spot on mine on Tuesday if you give me a spot on yours mm-hmm. on Friday, and um, and you just have to kind of keep grinding and hope people think you're funny and they hope they keep booking you. Do you have any
0: networks? Like, do you and other comedians, like a few others that you're close to, you write with, you exchange stuff with, or how does for it? For sure. Happen?
1: Yeah, you build your. You know, some guys you know, form like sketch teams and they're all stand-ups and they do a lot of stuff together or they produce shows together. Uh, I'm more informal with my relationships, but there's people that I like, that I'm friends with, um, that'll help book me on shows, I'll help them write their jokes. You know, like we're just just pals, you know, and I'm not asking for anything. We're just doing the work together because we like it. I feel really lucky in New York that I make a living doing this other creative thing uh because if you're just trying to make it as a comic it is psychological <laughs> warfare yeah it's brutal um so
0: how do you make any money like it, it's a as bike. a stand
1: up you don't you go on the road um you know in New York if you do like you know a spot at like a club on a Tuesday night they pay you 25 bucks you know it's like so you can do if you're Mark Norman you can do nine club spots in a night and make a little bit of money and on weekends you get paid a little bit better but uh, no, that's never gonna. That's not happening for me. You know, um, that's not a reality. So you're not making a living. To have extent. you been
0: on the road? Anything? Like, have you been out in the country, do, doing different cities, or do, doing the south or
1: one-offs here and there? But yeah. I haven't done any big tours. Is there a
0: big difference? Do you think from New York and out in the country?
1: Look how many people are supporting Trump. You know, you're not going to find them in New York. There's a couple and there's some, but you know, that's that's that that's such a. Unrelatable, like I I'm imagine you adjust you your guys.
0: material like to a discussion we had before, do you mm-hmm. adjust your material then thinking like, alright these are um, more Trump supporters? I need to not say this or right. say this
1: I mean I can I would, I like to be malleable. I think it keeps me on my toes, most people they do the thing you know you you, you do your, you do the work yeah. uh, I don't think about it as much in in America as I do overseas, but I just think that's because I like to think about international perspective on America. I think that's just creatively interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, So I would do it less in America for sure.
0: And speaking of Americans, uh, uh, the the like I guess number one hit in Sweden this summer has been Justin's uh, Justin Timberlake's song Sunshine. Uh Uh, I haven't
4: heard it. You haven't heard it? I don't think so. I
0: don't think
3: it's called Sunshine.
4: Is it Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? Can't can't stop stop the music. Can't stop whatever Mm, it's mm, Justin. Timberlake or Justin. No Timberlake. Timberlake. Oh, the old guy. Yes, (laughs) and
0: Sync. Oh. Uh, and, uh, but so it he's was back. Like, yeah, but I've heard it all summer, and I didn't stop to think about it until a friend of mine uh, is like, he's singing really weird stuff. Uh, and, but it's just too happy, so you don't think about
4: like the lyrics. Yeah, I, you play
0: I got it? it. So let's just listen to it. Yeah. I
3: it's just uh, a minute but right. now you just started from the how do you stop it and play it pause alright all right. fair enough and then you press alright fair enough is,
0: uh...
2: I got this feeling inside my bones
0: so it, it off goes
4: electric wavy when I turn it on off of my city off of my home yeah. we're flying up no ceiling when we
2: in our zone I got that sunshine in my pocket got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot in my body then it drops Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it moving so
4: phenomenally come on like the so don't stop and under the lights when everything goes nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close
0: Alright, <laughs> under the lights when everything goes nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close
2: Just
0: I'll be creeping up on you, so just dance, dance,
2: dance. <laughs> dance, dance
4: All those things
0: I shouldn't do, but just dance, dance, dance. There ain't nobody,
4: leaving,
0: so, so ain't nobody <laughs> leaving soon, so just keep dancing. It's the so rapiest it, it, song. It's
1: very Jan- Jerry Sandusky of us, isn't it's it? Yeah. S-
0: super rapier. Yeah, it's Penn State.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it gets uh, yeah, rapier I mean, and rapier. Because yeah. first, it's like sunshine in my pocket. I'm like, what type of drug is that? Mm-hmm. He's, he's on me. He, he. he. <laughs> but I think it's his cock. It's <laughs> the sunshine in his pocket. Because <laughs> he's
0: talking about his bones in the beginning as well. Yeah, mm. But and not but boners. Just No, bones. no, I know. But he, he's like trying Pop to... music's to not very subtle. No, <laughs> it's not at <laughs> all. But better on uh, "Stairway to Heaven." It was mo- more subtle. You had <laughs> yes. to play it backwards at least oh, yeah. to, to uh, hear something else. <laughs> but, this is, but it's just like the number one hit. I think all over Europe, he, he performed it on the Eurovision. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and it's super rapy. But nobody cares because it's uh, super it's happy. happy. My, my, yeah.
1: my, what about that Robin Thicke song? Who, I can't remember what it's yeah. called. You know what I'm talking the, the about? The blurred lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mean, that was like legitimately about rape. Yeah. <laughs> that was like it expl- was. And this is the, least the video implicit. was right. like a bunch of naked
3: girls. Right. right. Yes. And people were like,
1: oh, it's really catchy. <laughs> well, yeah. at least he's self aware, so <laughs> <Right>. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you know, we need to talk about the gray area. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like Jay Z had a line about. Uh, slapping like he was uh, in in Drunken Love I think Mm. is
4: but that could have been consensual
0: right (laughs) it
3: was something about Ike and Tina Turner exactly that wasn't consensual. wasn't (laughs) (laughs) consensual
4: but I think it's because Tina could never remember the stop word <laughs> the,
0: safety, the safety word. Yeah. Yeah. It's a super difficult <laughs> Hebrew word. <for> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get the pronunciation right, mm. and it just keeps he's,
1: on. He, going. He's he's a, a stickler for, uh, <laughs> for <that> pronunciation.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. But what about uh, that song? And uh, uh, baby, it's cold outside. That's right, that's right. That's really, really. That's a Christmas song. What is it? Uh, it's it's well. I baby, keep, it's cold outside. I'm gonna rape you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically. Key, <laughs> do
1: you guys have Key and Peel here? Do you know that sketch team? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. And they no,
0: do uh, Pet, Petter knows it. I mean, yeah. we most have, people don't. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have, have Key yeah. and Yeah. Most <laughs> of most of our listeners don't know.
1: Right. Well, I Key was, and Peel there was a big sketch show on Comedy Central, and they do a whole... Spoof on this song. All right. um, it's like da da, da da baby, it's cold outside. Da da, da, da da she's like trying to get away, and he's yeah. like, stay in. It's cold outside. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, no, I'm really gonna go. Uh, he's like, you whoa, fuck here, back have over this over drink. Right? <laughs> All right. and it's it's for real. it's a Christmas it's real. like yeah. a f- yeah. family yeah, yeah. holiday song totally. Um, yeah, she
3: sings. The neighbors might think, and he's like, baby, it's cold out. No, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this drink? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty explicit. Yeah. I ought to say no, no, no. <laughs> and he goes, mind if I move in closer? Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like, at least I'm going to say that I tried. What's the s- sense in hurting my... Pri- oh, it's.
4: Well, at least they're coherent. I hate it when music uh, lyrics are incoherent. It don't yeah, yeah, make yeah. sense. No. Like Belinda Carly's Heaven is a Place on Earth, it means she hasn't understood the concept of, of Heaven at Earth <laughs> at all. <laughs> 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 or Hakuna Matata, the which is bad. Guy, yeah. Or Hasadigai. Wh- what about Hakuna Matata? Uh, Hakuna Matata. Uh, do, do you know mm-hmm. this song? Yeah, it's yeah. from The Lion King. Sure. I, I don't know the English l- lyrics in Swedish. It's Hakuna Matata, man är lycklig vardag. What a de wonderful e phrase. Uh, mm. Det är en härligt fri yeah. And it's just that as a philosophy, <laughs> uh-huh. it's kind of bad. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. And <laughs> it's not much of a philosophy because the words Hakuna Matata just means no problem. No right. worries. Yeah, sure, which no, is no worries. basically uh, denying reality. <laughs> <laughs> At least if you're from Africa. <laughs> that it, uh,
0: Especially you know I <laughs> if you're from Africa. I was Africa. in uh, Tanzania. Yeah, uh, and that is their motto. They say it all the time. Yes. Like it's not even a joke. Is that serious? But yeah, you told really. me that Tanzania is full of problems. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's what it, I mean. Tanzania is problems, one of the
1: good ones in Africa. Yeah, because they're <laughs> like, we
0: have no worries. I'm like, yeah. look, worries is all you have. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing you can say
1: that you have yes. <laughs> is the thing, worries. The only thing you're not worried about is a theme song. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's,
4: but, and it annoys the shit out of me, because Pumba what's his name? Timon. Timon, right. yeah. They're basically selling... It's like they're the worst self-help gurus. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, s- I watched that Tony Robbins documentary. Yeah, did you trade? watch it? Yeah. yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not your guru, which is bullshit because obviously he's trying to be everybody's guru. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same thing. It's just he, he elongates the Hakuna Matata argument he shouts for it an hour and a half. He shouts <laughs> it And then he charges you $5,000 yeah. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got
0: raped? That must hurt. <laughs> Give me five grand. Yeah, you're, you're okay. I love you. You're supposed to be loved. Five thousand dollars.
1: If you had told me a week ago that I was going to be in Sweden on a podcast talking about the Lion King, I would have been like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this, is, this is awesome." I <laughs> um, this and you I'm would, just saying, you would, would no have brushed up on your. Yes, yes, I would have brushed up on my. I mean, I got Aladdin all day long. Lion oh, yeah. King, I'm just rusty. <laughs> Don't get me started on the rape in Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> just because they're Arabs <laughs> no, 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 no they're Persian man no mm-hmm.
0: aren't they I'm they not are sure. they have carpets is that why you call them Persians I think I
1: think there is no, because it's uh, I think no, the, is Arabian Nights yeah. is, is yeah. Yeah. But that's, pretty Arabic yeah, yeah but mind. it's
4: it's not yeah but yeah yeah but yeah. It, I think the original like uh Story uh, storybook is called the One Thousand and One Nights, right, 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 because they were Arabs. So. Right, we just had to water, water <laughs> no, it down. They weren't Arabs; they were right. Persian, but right. they didn't. They wouldn't have to call it Persian Nights because right, right, it's right. Just, just Knights. Yeah, yeah, right. yes,
0: Knights.
3: Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we cracked the case on Aladdin.
1: Speaking uh-huh. of watch the segue. Speaking of film and television, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard. Of, I don't know very much about any <laughs> of you guys, but uh, Aaron, I heard you were on what's uh, essentially the equivalent of The Apprentice. Yes, the Swedish
4: version of The Apprentice,
1: um, translated loosely to The Rivals. Yes, is that correct. Yeah. Uh, I just heard about this, and that you, <laughs> you. I uh, had a very specific purpose for being on this show. Can you tell me about... No, what, no, about, what did you hear? No, no, I want to no, hear no, what you no, no, heard no, no. first.
3: I, I want to hear what your purpose was, and then I want to hear what he heard.
1: Uh, I'm sure his purpose probably won't change. So no, I'll no, no. You. Okay, hey, you, t- yeah. you tell it. Well, what I heard was uh, that you were, you got on this show, and essentially you had this whole hidden agenda where you just wanted to see how easy it was to get on a reality show by telling them what they wanted to hear. And once you were on that show, you waited until the show was filming. And then you said, "Uh, just so you guys know, this is why I'm here. Peace. And then you just took off.
4: Yeah, well, basically... it's not entirely true, okay. uh, but it's a much better story than mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck the truth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, what happened was... Trumpet. I was recruit uh, 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 A female <laughs> friend of mine was, uh, became part of the casting team for this show, mm. and they had uh, a hard time finding people who wanted to be on what's the show. the Swedish
0: name of the show? Rivalina. How do I not Have you not heard this? No, will tell me, it? and I did not know this. Okay. What's your name? all (laughs) (laughs) All right Uh, so
4: basically uh, she called me and i was like i'm not interested in participating in reality tv but this was this was like this was way back so reality tv we had basically we had survivor big brother uh, was one of the first it has had maybe yeah uh, but this was, you know, marketed as a more serious show because it was about, you know, finding entrepreneurial talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was uh, writing business plan at the time. Mm-hmm. I was a freelance writer and uh, I have a master of finance. So that was uh, okay. an easy way for me to make money. Such a he good was MC. a freelance Jew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Um, so uh, she called me in and she was like, yeah, you're perfect for this. You should get this. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And then I talked to my parents and their friends. And uh, all the Jewish friends my parents said, absolutely not. Don't make yourself a public figure. That's bad. Hmm. Um, <laughs> you should show them. <laughs> yeah, I did. Ten years doing this, still not a public figure. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny, because it's true. Yeah. But and then uh, I got into it and uh, it wasn't for me and I realized this is all bullshit. Mm -hmm. So basically, when the first uh, draft, when they had chosen who was to be like, because the first episode of any reality show is like 30 hopefuls, only 11 spots. Right. Yeah. So uh, and uh, I was one of the 11, and uh, when I got chosen, and I realized, because I looked at the other that got chosen, I was like all the brightest people are in the not-chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, uh, cheers and thank you for letting me participate, but you're all morons, I'm
1: leaving. <laughs> it very much reminds me of the whole reality TV casting process of what our jury selection process is in America. <laughs> it's very much because the smartest people recognize what's going on and they know how to get the hell out yeah, of there yeah, before yeah. it gets terrible it's the exact same thing, I think, with reality. So
4: basically, I think they, I tricked them that I was stupid. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and well they done. recruited me. Nice. Yeah. Good trick. Thanks. Yeah.
1: Did it pay I mean, off for you? Did it help your career in any way? N- not at <laughs> all. I
4: hadn't even, even started stand-up. I wasn't oh, wow. uh, really... I, I was trying to be a creative writer, but mm. my, uh, the majority the of my writing... The creativity got in the way. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, but uh, I was writing business plans, basically, hmm. and technical manuals
1: interesting that's yeah. very interesting that that happened before you were a comic to me um, I feel, again like the New York everybody's looking for their hook so they have a TV credit so they can get, once you got yeah. a credit if once they can be like oh, I was on yeah. Conan you could be in that background extra and people will be like oh I was on Conan just to try to get in you know, <laughs> clubs <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah
3: that's what you see on, on the uh, when you go uh, on the comedy seller lineup yes it's like I oh, appeared on Conan
1: so, well, but but on comedy, se- the comedy seller, it's all true. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're not you're okay. not you're not you're lying away. In okay. comedy seller, you have to have those legitimate credits to get on the but stage. But it's there. the, That's uh, the I hardest stage.
0: Uh, I'm impressed with like how shameless Americans can be about what we would call it bragging, but I guess it's just advertising yourself. Uh,
1: man, it is. I just this do no shame. I just made uh, a Facebook fan page like two days ago. I like launched it. And uh, and I just started going through and clicking on my friends to like invite them, and I just my buddy Josh could tell you about. It. I was just like ugh, sighing into my hands every time yeah. I clicked like ten times. I hated myself yeah. so much. <laughs> but
0: that's not normal American, right? Because most people are okay with saying. Hey, come look at this! this I'm awesome. Me. I've been doing this. I, I
1: think reality TV has normalized self promotion to a really unfortunate degree. Uh, I think more 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 so than reality TV. I think YouTube culture, Snapchat mm-hmm. culture, yeah, like the just watching people. You know, it's all over the world. We all see it. People just walking down the street, like making duck faces at their phone, like for ten seconds, and then like putting it back in their pocket. It's.
4: I'm thinking that hopefully maybe that could kill reality shows. Snapchat, yeah, and stuff like uh, Periscope. but yeah, but yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. but, it,
0: uh, but if if it kills, it's because we have some something much worse. That yes. everybody has
4: their right. own. Reality well, show, you know,
3: right? to kill reality, you need something really bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's gonna go that way. That all these Snapchat, Instagram, Vine stars—they're—they're they're gonna get their own uh, reality shows, like. We're putting a bunch of vine stars in a, in a house. Let's watch them do vines. Yeah, let's no. watch <laughs> them do vines. Yeah, that's that's. You're I, mean, I,
1: I mean, there's some really. I'd, I'd watch it. I think. <laughs> it. I mean, my. I think it'll. I think there'll always be lowbrow reality, and I think there'll be higherbrow, you know, reality. I'm making air quotes for the audience out there. Um, but I think there's some. Really, what, what
3: do you consider highbrow reality?
1: So there's a show. Actually, I've been doing a joke about it. Uh, a show called. 60 Days In, that's in the U.S. It's a big hit, and that's uh, uh, created and produced by some very good friends of mine in TV that I think are absolute geniuses. And uh, the show is actually really interesting because it's basically a social experiment where seven people are put in prison for 60 days under the guise of being criminals like everybody else, and nobody, except I think just the warden, knows even the guards don't know that they're not criminals oh, really? and it's under the guise of a documentary and it's really to try to see what's wrong with the prison system from the warden's perspective and for these people and everyday americans through the conduit of these people to understand what it is to be in uh, prison in the united states and i think well, that prison
0: has seven spots over <laughs> yeah let's yeah, yeah. just <laughs> clearly we're not so worried about capacity in america <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> it's very it was very hard for them to find a place that they could do it and i think I imagine multiple seasons will be tough but they're they're finishing the second season right now. All right. Um, it's a really really interesting show. And what do the contestants get out of it? Uh, it it's they choose to be there so like okay. one of them is airtime. <laughs> uh, I mean one of them is a cop wants to see which one of them has a brother that's been incarcerated for 20 and this is the season one okay. these are the personality types somebody is just a stay-at-home mom yeah. i think like, like they just find different personalities of people that a french guy uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right
4: a french guy yeah a girl who wants to be a model yeah, yeah. you gotta have
1: everyone from all walks of life <laughs> mm. uh, and i think that's really interesting access to a world that you would never see the inside of from that perspective it's extremely difficult to produce it's a very uh, relationship building type of show, and I, my hope is that if re- as long as reality exists, it's going to at least be some sort of social science experiment right. in the positive way versus whatever the fuck. The Do you get Big are. Brother? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, because
4: yeah. Uh, you know their tagline is "It's a social experiment."
0: Is it really? <laughs> I would love, like, if I got a lot, a lot, a lot of money, I would produce my own Big Brother and not air it.
3: Just, just watch keep people it in there <laughs> for a hundred days. <clears throat> for a hundred
0: days when they got out. Oh, they you're going to tell out. them
3: that you're going to air it. So they yes, they yeah. believe that they're g- coming Ex- out exactly. as stars. <laughs> exactly.
0: And it's just going to be... They're just going to be... And I get to handpick. Yeah. What if the whole the show... The most
3: beautiful women, like double Ds. No.
0: What if the <laughs> whole... <Peter> Volbe. Okay. <laughs> it's just going to be... I want, comedians. <laughs> I, know, I'm, I want you there. <laughs> I don't
1: what if Thanks. the whole show is what happens after they come out of the show very we'll true exactly we'll air that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they all think they're famous and what does it look like when you think you're famous and all of a sudden you're not exactly <laughs> and nobody gives a shit yes it's
3: me I'll make fake magazines <laughs> <laughs> the show could be called don't you know who I am yes mm-hmm I a weird uh, a <laughs> producing team of "Petter so on yeah yep. it's a success already
4: Everything you touch turns into shit. (laughs) When uh, on uh, real solid shit.
0: (laughs) If uh, when you're leaving for uh, Finland tomorrow, Uh, Monday, Monday. Monday. All right, so people won't be able to see you. But in Finland, where you're in Helsinki, or
1: Uh, I'm doing uh, my first shows in Vanta on the tenth of. August. The, honestly, the names of the venues are going to escape me. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's uh, all right. Okay, I can Google that. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll be in Vanta. I mean, they'll all be posted on. They're all posted on my Facebook fan page. Mm, oh, here's well, here's the here's here's where the self-loathing really comes <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <It's laughs> Facebook dot com slash comedian Justin Herman. And uh, I have four shows in Finland. That uh, one in Vanta. Is there
3: another Justin Herman? Yes, there
4: is. All There's there. a very very famous public uh, organizer mm-hmm. in the United States. He's like a real genius when it comes to. Well, public administration, I suppose. Because mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I Googled him. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I hate that guy.
1: <laughs> He's Justin Herman. If you're listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Stop stealing my email addresses <laughs> and domain names. <laughs>
0: uh, are, and on are you... Are you uh, first it's Vanta. Vanta, then, then
1: Helsinki, then uh, Pori, okay. uh, and then back to Helsinki. And then on the 16th, I'm um, at... Uh, and Tallinn in Estonia at Comedy Estonia. Oh, yeah. I'll be headlining the
0: show. I think we'll have zero listeners from Estonia, but cool. we might, we might we'll have.
3: N- I, we have a few in Finland.
1: If there's ever a time to branch out, it may yeah, be if now. we so have so any <laughs> listeners in Estonia.
3: Hit us up. Yeah, and Let to us you know. Guys. Go, go tell. Uh, yeah, just.
1: I yeah, think we, just we might them.
3: have one
4: actually, Gustav Boman, If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> there's, oh, really. nothing, there's
1: nothing like calling out your fan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But uh, all right, and uh, are you on uh, any other social medias? If uh, people want to follow you, and-
1: I'm on I'm on Twitter. Uh, uh, it's at Justin M Herman. Yeah. And again, fuck you, Justin Herman. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> fuck you. And then uh, Instagram Justin underscore Herman.
0: He's <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, just.
1: <laughs> Why is this guy on all social Listen, media? I'm on Tinder Grinder. I'm covering my bases, guys. <laughs> I gotta get out there. It's uh yeah um follow away if you if oh, yeah cool. absolutely I guys this is super cool thank you for having me by the way no, it's no, it, it was great. our
0: pleasure uh, definitely it was real great I think I'll uh, I live right next to Big Ben so I'll go uh, I think I'll come down
1: nice and uh,
0: are you guys going as well I'll you try um,
4: yeah. I, I we, just we, we have no
0: pressure oh we have uh, things to do we have right, things yeah. to do right here, yes. Yeah. So. Right, right, but
1: after that... These guys were all going to come, but they have to wash their hair, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, gonna be uh, me. I have to promote my Facebook. <laughs> uh,
3: do you have anything else you want to promote? The Except
0: for Justin? Yeah. No.
3: No. Your uh, tour?
0: Uh, everybody should know I'm on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: they should. Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're Enskan.se, om man vill ha biljetter. Aron? Yes. Do you have anything...
3: <laughs> Yes. Yeah. When's yeah, when your new special coming out? Uh,
4: well, I, I'm hoping actually that Jonathan's might come out next week. But okay. unfortunately, I was writing something that someone ordered from me and I lost two days of work. Business plan? Like uh, No, um, a chapter for a book. Uh, so I need to redo that. But apart from that, Jonathan might come out this week. I have Sharon on YouTube and Svensk Fiently Afton on YouTube. And I'm yes. going to Kroksta Herregård. Okay, uh, all
3: right. What are you doing there?
4: Uh, Stand-up.
3: Okay. I'm doing... Uh, you want to tell uh, us when? Or yes. just go there?
4: No, go <laughs> I, I, I do, <laughs> no, I do want to tell you when. Yeah. I really, really do want when to tell speak. us. <laughs> when is it? Tell us. When should
0: we not be there? <laughs> we
4: shouldn't be there uh, the last of August. The last of August. <laughs> That's sorry. where I'm... Going. Oh, man, I have to wash my hair. I'm so sorry. You <laughs> could <laughs> be yeah. there.
3: <laughs> all right, and I got nothing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm releasing a special... Next, yes you are next week yeah I filmed all my uh, stuff in Malmö I'm releasing it on YouTube next week hopefully uh, yeah that's it I'll high five I'll talk about it next week I guess in Swedish probably will in Swedish yeah yes. I will yeah it'll be in Swedish no more of this American shit sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin thank you for uh, for coming uh, to this podcast thank you for coming to our great nation uh, you're welcome here once Trump becomes president. Thank you. Uh, we'll we'll welcome you with open arms.
1: I appreciate that. I do plan, regardless of our election, my hope is to come back uh, sometime maybe in the winter and do a, a longer tour through Europe. Um, that's my goal, fingers crossed. That's
3: pretty cool. You've yeah. just been doing Santa for three years, yeah. was it? And already like touring
1: abroad. I'm trying to make it happen, man. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the hustle. That's that's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's super fun. But I appreciate that, and uh, I will... Marry any of your sisters for a passport, so... <laughs> yeah,
3: that's how it works. Hey, my, my sister just got a divorce, so... Uh, well, there you go. That's the female Petter. <laughs> yeah, so this with longer hair, <laughs> Actually, he's the looker in the family. <laughs> <laughs> is it <laughs> weird that I'm into that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Tack <laughs> till alla